Do you find yourself worrying often, thinking about your kids and the things they're dealing with, or wondering if you're doing the right stuff in your marriage or saying the right things in your business, or worrying that the financials and the finances are not going to be there for you, worrying about the state of the world, and just in this spiral of worry and anxiety that seems to never go away, that your fears seem to keep growing, even though you know that God's peace is promised. Today, I have six Bible verses for you that are going to help you give your worries to God so you can overcome your fears. Let's dive in. Do you want to get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business, or ways to get more clients? (laughs) Hey friend, welcome to The Stephanie Gass Show. You know God has a plan for you, yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it, clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. <laughs> this is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha. Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. Friend, are you going through it right now? Are you experiencing spiritual warfare or attacks? or really facing a lot of opposition, one thing I know for sure is as I continued to grow and still do grow my online business, it became more and more evident that the enemy was trying to take me out. But what I know for sure is that we have a God who is mighty and a God who fights for us, who calls us up to battle, who equips us, armors us, and does not leave us out on the battlefield alone, but he is right there to fight. And so if you need some help in this area as you grow your business, as you walk through hard things, I have a seven-step spiritual battle plan that comes straight from scripture, from Psalms chapter 18, that's going to take you through a battle plan and know how to defeat the enemy strongholds and spiritual warfare with God. Head on over to stephaniegass.com slash battle plan. That's stephaniegass.com slash battle plan and download your free workbook right away. Okay, so let's dive into these verses for you. The first verse I actually want to read you is from James chapter one, verse two and four. Count it all joy. My brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So the first thing is, is that count it joy when you meet trials of various kinds. So the first thing to bring up here is When we look to casting our worries on God, we have to first look at our perspective. We have to ask ourselves, are we 
are we looking at this through this worry, anxiety, fear lens when we should be looking at this through a joy lens? Count it joy when you meet trials? Why would we do that? Because it shows us that we can grow in our faith. There is always a next level of faith. And it says that the testing of our faith will produce more steadfastness. We will be more yoked in to the promises, the trust, and the faith of God, that he is good, that he will get us through this. So count it joy. So for me, this looks like I'm going through a thing, I'm feeling that worry or that fear creep up, and I ask myself, how can I turn this fear or this feeling into joy, into excited anticipation, and that often comes with a prayer that the Lord will change my heart. The next verse comes from Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so funny, I just realized that this is one of the verses that I highlighted for you guys back in episode 503 when I did a devotional Bible study on what does the Bible say about changing your mindset? How interesting. I did not even recognize that. But apparently, the Lord has a word for y'all coming from Philippians 4, 6 through 7. So let's dissect this verse. You guys know I love to do this. It says, a clear directive. Do not be anxious about anything. But God, I'm a human. Hello, how, how exactly do you expect me not to be anxious and worry about things? He says, but, because you're a human, through prayer and thanksgiving, through prayer with thanksgiving, so with prayer and gratitude, by praying, by coming to God in gratitude and with our prayers, let our requests be made known to God. He's waiting to hear what you're anxious about, what you're worried about. Bring them to him. And then, God's word is so fun. And then the peace of God, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Why would I have peace right now? Why would I feel at rest in my spirit right now? Because God said he will give it to you. He will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. God will give you peace to guard your hearts and minds, letting go of the anxiety and the worries that you're feeling. How? By coming to him in prayer and gratitude. The next verse is Psalm 55, 22. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteousness to be moved. So again, cast your burden on the Lord. Give it to him. Speak it to him. Tell him about it. Journal over it. Pray over it. And what? And he will sustain you. He promises to give you sustenance. He promises. In Philippians 4, 6, and 7, he promises to give you peace and to guard your heart and mind. Psalm 55, 22, he's going to sustain you through it. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. You will not be shaken if you, what? Cast your burden on the Lord. Psalm 23, verses 1 through 5. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside, beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. 
He guides me along the right path, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. So much to unpack in the Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. He is leading us. He is telling us where to go. All we do is follow him. All we do is let let him lead. He's gifting us rest. He's leading us beside the stream of life, right? The rivers of life. He renews your strength. He shows you which way to go, puts you on the right path. And then it says, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I won't be afraid because God is beside me. God is beside me. This beautiful, beautiful visual um, picture that, that scripture has painted for us, I believe is a scripture calling us to rise in our faith, calling us to rest in his presence to know that almighty God, the one and only shepherd is beside us and he is going to be beside us whether or not we are in the darkest valley. And the promise here is that he will bring us rest in the green meadows and he will show us the peaceful streams. He will renew our strength and he will set us on the right path because he's right beside us. And it promises that he gives us all that we need. We're being called to grow in our faith. We're being called to lay down worry and fear and rise up into faith, big faith, audacious faith, faith that speaks out and declares that the Lord is our shepherd, that he has already given us all that we need, that we have already overcome, that we have already risen from these ashes, that we are already creating a testimony from this trial, that it's been done and it's been spoken writing big faith over your life and rising into that faith place is going to transform the worry that you're feeling. The fifth verse I have for you comes from Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Jesus promised, which if you're going to pinky promise with someone, don't you think that Jesus would hold up his end of the bargain? Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Burdened, being worried, anxiety, holding fear on your shoulders, feeling exhausted from trying to control all the circumstances and all the things in your life which causes worry. Satan's lie is that you have to control the outcome, the your finances, your everything about your life, the way that you parent, the way you show up, the way that you speak, the way that you talk, the way that your your work is working or not working, the way that you homeschool, the way that you don't homeschool. Like we can't control it all. We we just have to show up with God, pray and take the next right step, you know? Like we cannot carry all of this. Our burden is heavy. Our yoke is heavy. So let's hand it to, to Jesus because he can hold it all. He can wear it for us. And he promises to give us rest. He promises to give us rest if we take his yoke and we take his humility. We bring that rest upon ourselves. So if you want to exchange that worry and that fear 
for, for God's rest, we are to come to Jesus, come to him. And last but not least, 2 Timothy 1, 7, for the spirit of God, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. I believe that controlling our worries and our fears comes back to controlling our mind and our actions and staying disciplined by the renewal of our mind in his word, by the discipline and the practice of coming to the feet of Jesus, of, of creating conversation with God about every piece of our lives, every worry that is in our hearts, everything that is holding us captive in fear, any idol that has captured our mind, any lie of Satan, anything that has been spoken over us, that we would be disciplined in our surrender of those things. And 2 Timothy says, for the spirit God gave us. So if God gave us the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is residing inside of us by saying and speaking with our mouths that Jesus is the way and the life and he is the way to heaven and that we believe in him and we have received that salvation and thus receive the spirit of God, we are no longer timid. We don't have to shrink down and live in this box of worry and angst and fear that the world tries to give us, but we have power through love, through the love of God, through the love of others and self-discipline where we can rise up and cast off this worry, this heaviness, and these fears that we're carrying around that are not from God. God is not the giver of worry and fear. You know who is. So let's grab that worry. Let's grab those fears and let's do what these verses are leading us and directing us to do so that we can receive what they promise us. Steadfastness a growing of our faith, joy, a peace, the peace of God, a sustenance that he sustains us, that we will not be moved, we will not be shaken, that we will receive rest, we will have peaceful provision provided to us, we will be renewed in our strength, we will be on the right path, we will not be afraid, that we will receive rest and we will, because of all those things and with all those things, we will therefore not be timid, but rise up in power, authority, love, and self-discipline and grow in our faith and our peace. And I am so here for that. And I pray that you are too, friends. So those are the verses that I have for you today on how to give your worries to God and overcome your fears. I want you to grab a journal. I want you to write on your journal, what am I fearing? What am I worried about? And I want you to write in your journal all the things, all of them, let them all out. I don't care what it is. There is no judgment and condemnation in God's kingdom. And he already knows. Write it all out. I then want you to journal and write out a prayer to the Lord, surrendering those things to him. And then the final one is I want you to sit in stillness. I want you to receive back the words and the promises he has for you. The more I practice waiting for his reply, the more I am hearing him. Sometimes it is a faint thought. 
Sometimes it journals, Holy Spirit will journal and speak to me. And sometimes I'm hearing an audible whisper in my heart and in my mind. And it comes from getting to know him so much more deeply and realizing that there is infinitely more for you in your relationship with God, with Jesus, with Holy Spirit. And you just have to be willing and unafraid of audaciously going after it. Carving out the space and time to make him a priority in your life. Living out 2 Timothy 1.7 of having self-discipline, self-discipline enough to lay all the other stuff down and putting him first in your life. And I promise you, I promise you, I can decree and declare right now prophetically over your life that if you do that, you will see fear and anxiety begin to leave you. It will become less because your faith will be bigger. Your joy, this vision of joy will overcome you and you will find peace even in the darkest valley. You'll know that he has a promise and a provision for you when you get to the other side. I love you so much. May God strengthen you. May he be with you as you walk through this because our God is good all the time and our eyes are set on you, Lord, and we love you and we pray Father, that you would just walk beside us, guide us, give us all that we need, grow us in our faith, grow us in our self-discipline, wash away our fear, our anxieties, help us to surrender and cast our burdens and our worries on you because you welcome our worries and you replace it with truth, with peace, with uh, your grace, with your forgiveness, with everything that you are, all your incredibly beautiful characteristics can wash over this lie that we are holding on to. And I, I ask you to do that now for the listener, Lord, and give them that peace in their heart and remind them that Holy Spirit is with them every moment of every day and that they can turn to Holy Spirit, to Holy Spirit and to you for their strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you have fun? Or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way, and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com, and head to stephaniegas.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.